Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Hey guys, what's up? Jamie Atkinson here on the microphone, sadly without uh, a Gina. No Gina Suzanne today. But if you want to hear more from Gina and you want to listen to the amazing last episode that she just put out talking about how we hired a team and all the cool stuff we did along the way, then please go listen back to the last episode. But today I want to talk about something really, really powerful. And what I want to talk about today is the big reason, you know, why I shifted my entire business away from Facebook and honestly why I'll never really trust them again. But today is all about why building a big audience is the fast track to actually failing for a lot of businesses. Attention, this is not another boring business podcast. We're here to help mission-driven entrepreneurs get their message and offers out to the masses. In a fun way that doesn't suck. Over the last year, we've created a powerful community of podcasters that are becoming real change makers in the online space. And we're not talking about breaking a 20. I'm Jamie Atkinson. And I'm Gina Suzanne. And listen to us as we laugh, cry, and battle our way to a seven-figure-a-year business. We're going to be talking about not just what the online gurus are teaching, but what they're actually doing to transform and scale their business. Listen in as we break down the real-life publishing strategies these entrepreneurs are actually using. Come for the tactics. Stay for the banter. Welcome to the Changemakers Podcast. You're ready to create real change. And so are we. Alright. Oh, 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 wait, no. It it wasn't supposed to. It wasn't supposed to do a a little replay there. I don't know why it did that. So, guys, welcome to the episode today. And honestly, this episode is going to be really interesting because, as you guys know, we talk a lot about what existing entrepreneurs are doing. And I actually have a fun story to tell you about a guy that I recently met a couple of weeks ago. Now, I'm not going to tell you his name because it was a private conversation. I want to respect it. Uh, but I want to talk about the context of what we were talking about. And um, and I want to share this behind the scenes with you because I feel like so many entrepreneurs feel like what they're being taught is to build a really big audience. And I want to preface this and say that, you know, having a big audience is not a bad thing, right? I'm at actively seeking to grow a big audience. A lot of people are. I want to own an email list. I want to grow this out. But the problem for most people is that building a big audience first is actually a fast track to going wrong. And I want to share this story to help you guys to understand this. So this week, I actually met an incredible influencer. um, And I nearly said his name, but I'm not going to say his name. And uh, he's built a really, really successful following a really powerful movement. And just to give you guys some context, this guy was um, actually from um, the north of England, um, Scotland, if some of you, yeah, any Scottish people listening are going, we're not a part of Northern England, and they get really angry and really mad. But there's a Scottish guy that I met this week, and, and he's really uh, actually an interesting guy because um, over the last three, four, five years, he's built up an incredible following mainly via Facebook. And, you know, he's been able to create powerful content. He's been able to get people on his side, um, sharing amazing messages, growing a really powerful brand. And today, you know, he has a huge following online. If you go on Instagram, you see he's got nearly, you know, 4 million followers on Facebook, you know, nearly as many. 
And most of his content he puts out via Facebook. And I actually got introduced to him by some local friends. They said, Jamie, you've got to meet this guy. He's got a new podcast. Like you can talk about podcasting with him. You guys are going to, you're going to be a really, really good connection. And I was so, so grateful to meet this guy. Super humbling, very, very spiritual guy talking a lot about um, different things that he's done from the spiritual landscape. And when I started to talk to him in this meeting, it, it became really, really clear to me that he had a huge desire to create massive impact, right? The more people that he could help, the more he could grow his business, the more he was going to be able to impact people in the world. And the more he talked and the more he shared, I started to learn more about his business. And, you know, he really wanted to grow this business. He wanted to grow this amazing following. And, um, I think on the outside, you know, he was hugely successful. He had this big audience. He had a lot of people who'd been following for years. He had this huge admiration. But on the inside, I think he was a little bit struggling with how he was going to connect his business with this really big following. You know, and he opened up to me and he said, you know, honestly, Jamie, the the sponsorship revenue that I used to have via Facebook almost completely dried up. You know, 90% of his business disappeared overnight when COVID hit. Um, and he wasn't earning anywhere near as much money as what he should have been for an audience of that size. And as we were talking about this, he was sharing more and more about this. But ultimately what happened was he had this really big, powerful audience. And one of the real challenges you have when you grow an audience and you never monetize and you never make an offer is that you get a lot of people who get used to free. And this was something that I actually experienced when I started out in my business um, before I launched one of my podcast offers. The very, very first business that I ever launched, I launched a free course around growing an Instagram following and it was free and it was free and it was free. And then six months later, after giving my audience so much free stuff, I ended up launching an offer and nobody wanted to buy it because they were so, so used to free. And this is exactly what my new friend was going through. He said, Jamie, like... I have this audience and, and I'm Facebook used to pay me, you know, a little bit of ad spend because they would throw an ad up in the middle of my video. But honestly, that has been dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. And I'm just not making as much money as before. And I talked to him about, you know, do you have a product? Do you have something you're putting out there? He's like, no, not really. You know, sometimes we've done, um, you know, advertisements via emails and stuff and advertised other products, but it's never really connected. It never really worked. And I felt like I just ended up burning out the people that I made those offers to. And once we really dug into it and he, and he really was open and vulnerable and he shared what was going on, he said something that was really, really powerful to me. He said, Jamie, I have this huge, big audience but these people, they're just used to free. They're like these freebie seekers. And now that my revenue has dropped off the cliff, like I don't know how to go and start making offers with these people, you know, and making offers for products because it's going to seem so weird. They're like, man, I'm not here to buy your products. I'm here for the free information that you've been putting out for years. And he asked me that question, like, how do you do that transition? It was a really interesting question because it got me really thinking about business and, and the way that we've built our business and how I've seen a lot of influencers transition into this different approach where they start to think of themselves as more than influencers and they start to think of themselves as a business. So I started, I started talking to him. I talked to him about, you know, these different things. And he said, man, like literally when all of these things went wrong, the moment that he realized he was like, man, I need a way to be able to monetize my audience. 
And I have to find a way to not rely on sponsorships, on other networks. And he actually went out and, and he actually built a podcast. And this was his approach. He said, you know, I've gone out and I've built this podcast because I wanted to build this extra revenue stream. He wanted to take his existing audience and move them over to the podcast so that he could monetize them in a different way and create this extra stream of ad revenue. But like a lot of people who try this and a lot of people who go through this process, he had a real problem, which was, hey, look, like I've moved over to podcasting. I've moved my audience there, but I just can't figure out a way to monetize it correctly. He's had a couple of sponsors. You know, he's had a thousand dollars here, a thousand dollars there but it's not really something that is super, super consistent. So I talked to him and I said, man, like you've really got to think about this as a two-stage process. The first thing you've got to look at is that your business right now is a rented business, right? You are renting your access from Facebook and at any moment, your Facebook account can just get completely shut down, right? This huge audience that you have cried and blood, sweat and tears and effort and put this all of this momentum and energy and to build up this massive Facebook page and this massive audience that follows you, at any moment, Facebook could just decide, okay, I'm going to turn that off now. And it could be with no warning and for no particular reason. And this is something that so many people have had happen in their businesses. And it sucks when it happens. It happened to us in January of 2020. Suddenly overnight, your business can disappear. Now, the other thing to really think about here, and, and this is what I said to him, I said, look, not only do you run the risk of losing your audience, but what happens if Facebook continues to not give you as much monetization benefits, right? Like, you know, a year and two and three years ago, he was earning nearly 10 times what he gets today from his videos because they aren't getting as much reach. People aren't, you know, watching as much of them, but also he's not being paid as much through the advertising that Facebook is putting onto those videos. So he's in this really tough spot where he's like, man, I just don't know what to do. Do I continue to try and build this Facebook following? Do I go down this different route? And really what he has to think about at this stage is, okay, how am I going to turn this influence into a business? Because what this, what this gentleman has created is really incredible. He's created a powerful movement of literally millions of people following this movement. And the only thing that he forgot to include in this and the thing that has eluded him and missed him is that he hasn't been able to actually attach a business to it. Right now, he is renting his audience to Facebook and to other people. And although that's a way that you can monetize it, it's a grossly undervalued way to monetize it. Um, with the amount of followers that this guy has and the amount of people that are consuming and listening to his content, he should be earning really a hundred times what he's earning right now. It's because he's getting paid pennies on the dollar in comparison because somebody else is paying him to go and monetize from his own audience. And that should tell you guys, if somebody is willing to pay a dollar or $10 or whatever they pay per thousand listeners or whatever it is, if somebody is willing to pay for that, it means that it's worth more than they're paying for it, right? Anytime anybody is willing to give you money to advertise on your network, it's because it's worth more than the money they're paying for it. They're not doing it for fun. They're doing it because they can monetize it and they can grow their business on the back end. So we talked about this and he said, really, we, we want to start thinking about these two next things, right? 
First of all, you want to figure out, okay, how can you own your audience, right? Step one is damage control. How can you own your audience? How can you protect yourself from losing this audience to Facebook? And then step two, which is the real transformation, is actually having a business that has clear products or services so you can understand how to monetize your audience effectively. Not renting it out, not promoting some supplement, not you know making somebody else rich, but how can you get your audience in alignment with the business that you want to create that hopefully is going to help them to accelerate? So when I, when I spoke to them about this, it was so powerful. I was like, oh my gosh, like so many... Um, light bulbs were going off inside of his head as we were having this conversation of, oh my gosh, first of all, I can see how I can go and protect and grow my audience. And honestly, guys, there's two main ways that you can do this. First of all, one of the biggest things that you can do to own your audience instead of renting your audience is to move your people from Facebook, from Instagram to a platform that you own. And the two platforms that really you do own, unlike any other, is email and it's podcasting. If you have somebody subscribe to your podcast feed, they if you put out a new episode, they're going to receive that new episode. If you have a Facebook group and you put a post out in a Facebook group, you'll be lucky if 1% of the people inside that group are actually going to see it because Facebook controls the reach. Instagram controls the reach. LinkedIn controls the reach. Pinterest, YouTube, you're all part of an algorithm, which means that not 100% of your audience is going to hear what you're putting out. Email and podcasting, Those are the only two mediums that I know of that you can really monetize well, that you own the audience that subscribe, right? If you decide to move platforms from one podcast platform to another, you can take your audience with you. It's called an RSS feed. Same with an email list. Once you have them signed up for your emails, you can move that list over to a different provider. You're always going to own that list. So the very first thing that I helped him to understand is that, look, building a big audience does not give you a business. There's two things that you need to have in order to be able to have a really successful business. The first thing that you need in a business is you need a product or a service, also known as a clear way to actually monetize your audience. Now, not every business has their own product, right? There's people that I know in the online space. There's a very good affiliate marketer called Spencer Meekham that I follow, and he literally makes millions of dollars every single year selling other people's products, right? But that doesn't mean that he doesn't have a product or service. He has a product or service. It's just not one of his own, right? He is selling somebody else's product or service, right? A lot of influencers, they will sell other people's products or services. And a lot of the time they're in an affiliate partnership or a joint venture partnership where you know, they don't fulfill the product, they bring the people, the customer buys the product, and it's a 50-50 split or a 60-40 split. But whatever you need in order to have a successful business, you need to have one of those two things, a product or a service. If you don't have a product or a service in your business, you don't have a business. Really sorry to tell you that, but you don't have a business. If you are an influencer and you're getting paid to rent your space, you're essentially a glorified billboard right? You are a glorified billboard and you need to find a way to actually connect with your audience and find a way to give them a product or a service. And the second thing you need to do in order to be able to really have a successful business is you need to have a way to own your audience. You don't want to rent your audience, right? And if your audience right now is on Instagram or Facebook or a Facebook group or Pinterest or any of these other mediums, you don't own that audience, Facebook or Instagram or wherever is just giving you permission to access that audience. And at any moment, 
they can decide to just shut that off. They can just turn you off, right? So you are only renting that audience from them. So it's really, really important to find a way to own that audience. And this is why I love podcasting so much as a medium, because not only do you own the audience, but the average person that will hit play on one of your podcast episodes, they're going to consume almost all of the content you put out there, right? They'll consume 80% of it. So it's one of the most powerful ways for you to actually go out and to own that audience so that you can continue to market to them without having to pay money, without having to get access. One of the things, and, and this was a really interesting revelation recently, it used to be that people said, oh, well, I don't want an email list. I'm going to have a many chat, right? I'm going to have a bot list. Well, if you guys didn't notice, something happened to many chat about a year ago, which completely changed the game where many chat is now pay to play. And this is a perfect example of what I'm trying to help you guys to illustrate here. If you build up a big audience on Facebook or if you build up a big audience on many chat, that audience can be taken away. It's only rented. Um, give you an example. My good friend Gabe Schillinger had 76,000 people on a many chat list. 76,000. That's a lot of people to send out a bot message to. And guess what happened? Overnight, the many chat rules were changed because of Facebook. And Facebook said, oh, you can no longer send people a message unless they've responded in the last 24 hours. And what that meant was that People who had previously been able to send out a bot blast and reach thousands and thousands of people were no longer able to do it. Now, why did Facebook do that? Because three months later, Facebook brought along a little feature called sponsored messages. And what sponsored messages are? Facebook is now making you pay to access those people who previously you could access for free in ManyChat. So now if you want to go out and reach those 76,000 people and you want to be able to reach 100% of them, well, now you've got to pay to do that. And this is a really important lesson because I want you guys to understand that this is the game of every platform. I want you to take a close look right now at Facebook groups. And Facebook groups, the reach on Facebook groups, how many people are seeing your message has slowly been dropping, slowly been ebbing away. And I think in the not too distant future, you guys are going to see a feature that comes out that says something along the lines of, hey, want to promote a message to Facebook groups so you can go and see the message within there? We are probably going to see some form of paid advertising that goes into Facebook groups. Mark my words, I think this will happen because it's a something that you can look at as patterns, patterns that exist in these other mediums. And so I wanted to share this with you guys for a really big reason, because so many people they think that the secret to having success is to build a big audience. But honestly, it can be a fast track to failure because you can spend years of your life building this really big audience and then overnight, it can just be taken away from you. So it's super important for you to understand that building a business is not about building a big audience. Building an audience is a part of building a really successful business. But the first thing you have to have in order to have a business is a product or a service that you sell. And the second thing you want to do is to make sure that that audience that you are building, that you own that audience, that you're not just renting them. And the two best ways, in my opinion, to go and own an audience is either email or podcasting, because that's what's honestly worked best for us guys. That's how we've been able to keep our audience, even through Facebook shutdowns and through things and, and, and stuff disappearing. Because we have that email list, because we have that podcast, we're able to connect with you guys. We're able to actually reach our message out to you guys and we're able to give you value. So all of this is to say, 
I love and I appreciate so many entrepreneurs who put so much time and energy into building a big audience. And it's honestly a massive and huge achievement. And it's something you guys should be really proud of if you're in that position. But it's also worth noting that you've spent a lot of time and energy building a big movement without thinking about, okay, what is the product that is going to be a good fit or the service that's going to be a good fit for the people in this movement? Now, luckily, I think my friend that I met is going to be able to move this and change this without, you know, falling into that pain point of having things shut down. But it's worth remembering that these shutdowns, they can happen at any time for any reason, even if you've not done anything wrong. So after you've listened to this, I want you to ask yourself that question. Take a good look at your business and ask yourself, am I trying to just build a big audience or do I have the focus on a product or a service and am I actually owning my audience? Now, if you guys enjoyed this story, um, maybe I'm going to actually um, have this guy to come on my podcast and maybe we can share more stories about it. Hopefully, um, we'll have a little bit more to share with you know some things he's done and some changes he's made to hopefully implement and, and adjust this and, and get to the next level. But I really want to make sure that you guys are focused and understanding on this. It's so important that you focus on the product or service behind your business, because without that, it's not really a powerful business. It's not really a business at all. You've got to have something to sell. So have a think about that. You know, maybe the next time you're listening to a podcast interview, you think about what could my product or service be? All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you on the podcast next week. And um, let me know if you guys are enjoying these solo episodes with me and Gina and mixing up a bit and doing things a little bit differently on the show. Let me know if you're enjoying it. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram.com forward slash Jamie Atkinson. That's J-A-M-I-E-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-M. And let me know what you think of these solo episodes. I would love to hear from you guys. And really quickly, guys, I've got a little last minute thing that I want to mention. Um, So many of you guys have already downloaded our free five-day pop-up podcast. It's called Five Days to Monetize Your Podcast. But a bunch of you guys haven't. And I know that because I can look at the numbers and I can see that you guys haven't gone in and consumed it. And it's completely free and it takes you behind the scenes of the three main ways that we've been able to help all of our podcasting students literally make millions of dollars over the last couple of 12 months. Now, that doesn't mean you guys are going to make millions of dollars, but if I can help connect the dots of how you can tie publishing to making money, I know it's going to be really impactful for your business. So please make sure you head over to changemakersmovement.com forward slash five days. That's the number five D-A-Y-S. You can download it completely for free directly into your podcast app. And it's a five episode mini series where I want to walk you through everything we do to go and monetize podcasts to the maximum degree in a way that's congruent and powerful for our audience. So guys, I hope you enjoy it. Make sure that you go and let me know if you're enjoying these episodes and go and head over to changemakersmovement.com forward slash five days. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.